Welcome to the Plan Vision Podcast, where we share simple, straightforward investment and planning ideas for normal people. The description in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Do not construe this as personal tax, financial, or legal advice for your situation. Hello, this is Mark Sorrell with Plan Vision, and I'm going to have a chat here about how people uh, of all types, uh, Americans, expats, ultimately live off of their money when they get to a point in their life when they can either retire or if they've achieved financial independence. And many of my clients do uh, just aren't are uncertain about how you, how you produce income off your portfolio or how you live off of it. And of course the objective here is you've been working, saving money and you get to a point in your life where you're transitioning into a situation where you're no longer working. The difference between those two or one of the differences is that you always had, or many times you had an income that came in the form of a paycheck that would go into your bank account and you would live off that. When you retire, that goes away. And so it is your responsibility to have enough wealth or accumulated enough or have enough pensions coming in or, or however you're going to accomplish this to have essentially that paycheck replaced with money coming into your savings account or your check account so you can pay the bills and enjoy your life. And so it's a, it's a, it's a different process. And uh, some people haven't thought through or aren't aware of how that would actually occur. You know, they've been saving, they expect to get a pension, maybe social security or a government pension from the country that they're in. They may have a brokerage account. They may participate in some sort of corporate private pension may have Roth IRAs, ISAs, uh, RRSPs, country preferred savings plans, whatever the case may be of accumulated assets. The, for many people, the first, uh, the first component of retirement income is their government pension system. We call that social security here in the States. And you go to social security and you tell them whenever you're ready to receive social security that they will send a certain amount of money to your, to your bank account every month. Uh, other government pensions will do essentially the same thing. goes right into your bank account. You can typically indicate if you want to have taxes withheld on that as well. And that's how a pension plan would work too. And for many people, fortunate people, their pensions are adequate enough. They don't even need to live off any other assets. There are other folks as well, and some of you that are listening to this, that will have property and are already receiving supplemental income from your property. And that will produce important income as you move on into financial independence or retirement. And for a few people, the property income they produce will be a main source of income as, as a retiree. Those are probably the most straight, straightforward ones. But how do you really live off of the extra money or all, or maybe not the extra money, but all the money that you've accumulated in your 401k plans or your brokerage accounts or whatever you've been saying for, how do you get the money out? Because you are used to the process or at least somewhat familiar with the process of the money goes in, it buys your investments, whether they're mutual funds or ETFs, but you're not so familiar with how you're going to live off the money or how you do the reverse, sell your holdings and then live off the money. And certainly many people are a little bit confused about the idea of, well, where do dividends fit in here? How can I just live off what the portfolio produces? In some respects you could, but I don't know that that's really how you're going to live as a retiree because many portfolios would not produce enough dividends if all you wanted to do was simply live off the dividends that the portfolio produces. 
so you're going to generally speaking need to live off two different things. One is the dividends that it would produce, maybe three different things, I guess. The dividends it would produce, the actual growth of the investment, meaning if an investment grows, let's say it's a, a million dollars and it grows by $40,000 and just per pure growth. Well, if you take out 20,000, you essentially lived off some of the growth of that. And also finally, it's just the principle. That is what you, you have in your portfolio. Even if you have a year in which there are very limited dividends, and your portfolio doesn't grow or even goes down in value, you can certainly continue to get your monthly payments from your portfolio uh, by having that sent to your bank account. So here's, in, in its most simplistic way, this is really what you end up doing, is within your accounts, whether it's just a brokerage account or some form of an IRA or other type of account, you simply sell your holdings. You have units of these things that you've invested in, whether they're mutual funds, or whether they're uh, ETFs, you sell them. Now, when you sell them, that money goes into your, like a cash account or a money market account. Depending upon your brokerage, you can actually do, you can spend that money. Or what most people will do is on a monthly basis, or it doesn't have to be monthly, it can be quarterly or even once a year, you will send that money back to your checking or savings or your spending account or whatever you're going to do. So, the process is you just look at however much money you need, however much you think you need, and you send that money, you, you, you complete a sale of a transaction, liquidate some of your holdings, and send that money back into your bank account. You can, many people, if, if you are investing in mutual funds, you can fully automate this process with your custodian. Tell them that you want to do a certain sell every month, whether it's 500,000, 2,000, 5,000, they will sell your holdings and they will automatically send those, uh, those holdings to your bank account. So it can be fully automated. Uh, depending upon the kind of account that you're actually in, if it's uh, a tax-advantaged account like we have here in the States with IRAs or 401ks, you can also indicate to the custodian if you want taxes withheld, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25%, just like you would from a, from a paycheck as well. So that is basically the process of how you get money out is you just go to your accounts that you've been saving in all of these years and you begin the process of selling some of your holdings. And I wouldn't think of it in terms of living off the dividends or living off the proceeds. You're just living off the money, whatever it happens to be. And hopefully you set up your portfolio in such a way that it's conservative enough to protect you from market volatility. You would, wouldn't want your portfolio be, to be too damaged, to have too much losses. Um, if we go through a severe down market. An important, two, two other things I guess to mention here. One is that really anybody around the world, if they're interested, can take a portion of their money and go buy a fixed annuity. And a fixed annuity is a guaranteed stream of payments from an insurance company. You take uh, 50,000, 150, 300, 400, 500,000, go to the insurance company, you give them the money, and in return, they will pay you a fixed amount of money for the rest of your life. And that gives you some stability, some security um, about income coming in without regard to what may happen in your life or in the markets. Some people may find this a satisfying way to set up distribution streams of their portfolios. Many people don't need these. They have enough assets where they can do it. And they also want to retain control of the assets. If you buy an annuity, you would typically give up control of that annuity. Uh, once you give to the insurance company, the money's essentially gone. But annuities can work for many people, has a small component or a component 
of their portfolio, but you can't be delusional about how much you're going to get from these annuities. If you have a $200,000, um, you know, if you're going to buy an annuity for $200,000, you're not going to get $25,000 a year. That just doesn't, that's just too much to get out to, to expect to get out of that. Finally, a very important consideration for most people, not all, but most people would be the tax implications of how you withdraw the fund. So as you look at your different accounts, you would want to determine or evaluate how much will they impact you or the distributions from these kinds of accounts impact you from a tax perspective, whether you have a brokerage account or you have an IRA or 401k or some other kind of tax protected account. What are going to be the tax implications from taking money out of this? My general rule, as I've done all these plans over the years, is that most people, not all, but most people are better off deferring taxes as long as they can. There you go. Let me know if you have any questions at all. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Plan Vision Podcast. Let us know if you have any questions or comments on the topics covered.